0: I want to talk to you for a moment about the movie called Contact. The movie came out, I think, in 97 and stars Jodie Foster and is based on a science fiction book by Carl Sagan. Um, Carl Sagan was an incredible astron- astronomer, astrophysics guy, did amazing stuff, was, uh, you know, a very credible scientist in his own right, but also most famous for being a sort of science educator to the general public through his PBS series called Cosmos, which was enormously popular and, uh, you know, I think broke a bunch of different records in terms of its popularity and um, just an incredibly lovely being, and uh, for, you know, many people aren't as aware of of Carl Sagan anymore, because he died in 96, I think, and uh, you know, and and the original Cosmos show was, I think, was in 1980, Um, so it's a long time ago, but uh, it had a, they brought it back, maybe 2005, um, because it was so popular, and people just loved it so much, because his energy was so lovely, and his open heartedness about science scientific inquiry and kind of exploring the cosmos and our place in it and uh also very famous for um uh coming up with the idea and then sort of popularizing the outcome of having i think it was voyager look back uh at earth from very far out in space and thus the creation of the the image known as the pale blue dot uh, meaning the planet earth and he Uh, I believe, also published a a nonfiction book by that name, The Pale Blue Dot. Uh, And so he, I don't think he wrote any other fiction uh, besides Contact. And um, it's okay if you haven't seen the movie. Um, I'm going to describe a key scene in the movie that I think is very relevant for you to be hearing at this time. And um, if you feel really strongly like, no, wait, I don't want to hear this scene, I'm going to go get contact the movie and watch it right this minute, and I don't want a spoiler, then it's fine to kind of click away. Um, it is a little bit of a spoiler, but it's not a huge spoiler. Um, uh, well, it might be, depending on your perspective. So it's a spoiler for sure. There are several major reveals throughout the movie, so it's one spoiler of many possibles. So in the movie, Jodie Foster, who is just one of my favorite actors, and that may actually be because of this role now that I think about it. And Contact is, I often will say to people if they ask me, what's your favorite movie? I will often say Contact is. Um, It's certainly in kind of my top top three or four for sure uh, I love it I've seen it a million times it's one of those movies that I put on kind of in the background if I just you know I'm not feeling great or I need to kind of lay low or I just want to kind of be told a nice story or want to kind of connect into a certain vibe um, in the same way that I have you know music for that right I have certain movies that kind of are shows that kind of bring me into a certain space it's very important for us to be very aware of how what we bring into our body, not just through food, but what we're listening to and watching, um, you know, is really part of our diet, so to speak, um, in many ways, both by literally biologically as much as energetically. So in the movie Contact, um, there's a scene where there's a there's a kind of a section of the movie where they're building they're not sure what it is, but they're building a big giant sphere that they pest that they postulate, that they speculate will be a kind of a way to travel, a transportation device to travel um, in space in some way. And uh and so they're building this and they have specs that they've received um uh that appear to possibly not be from the planet from earth from humans and so they don't really like they're just kind of building the specs on faith they're building the specs on trust i mean certainly they're applying all of their knowledge and their experience to interpreting the specs and kind of like yeah oh you could do that oh yeah okay i don't know what that would do but okay let's do that and they're just following the kind of the directions right they're doing what they were told and um, along the way, some of the uh, engineers or people that are making the decisions decide for the person that they're going to put the occupant of this sphere, who will essentially be kind of traveling, they assume sort of an astronaut type thing, although it's not a typical kind of rocket ship. They assume, oh, we've got to put in some safety measures for this human. And so they build a chair that they attach inside the sphere. Okay, so then fast forward. So then um, we're in the scene now. The scene is Jodie Foster is going to go in, is going to travel... Uh, is gonna be in the sphere and is gonna, gonna travel or whatever is gonna happen. They're gonna turn the machine on and she's gonna be the one to go. And so she's suited up in her little astronaut suit and all of her gear and they've walked her through everything and kind of explained to her about the chair that they wanted her to sit in for safety and they kind of like buckle her in. They've got a harness and all this stuff, right? Looks a little bit like a kind of an early version of a, of a kid's car seat. And, um, and they, they get her in there and, um, uh, and I think she registers sort of her objection to deviating from the specs around this. Anyway, they get going, they turn the machine on, the machine's gearing up, and the kind of there's like things are moving, stuff's happening, it's very suspenseful, it's a great scene, I'll actually post a, a link to little clip from youtube of this scene which even if you've seen the movie before it's very fun to watch again and uh and if you haven't seen it before and you don't mind just go ahead and watch it because the visceral kind of visual i think will be really useful to what i'm actually bringing in here i'm not just talking about this movie because this movie is really fun although it is really fun (laughs) there's a point to this i hear you saying melanie get to the point but you know me i get to the point when i get to the point the point comes when the point comes So, (laughs) so the, um, so she's in the, she's in the chair, strapped in, the machine's starting. As the machine's going, there's this vibration that she's experiencing inside where it's sort of shaking her, shaking her, shaking her, and there's kind of interference and static between her and mission control, and they're kind of going back and forth and talking to each other. Can you hear us? Yes, the vibration is intense. Oh my God, it's getting worse. You know, she's stalwart, right? She's fearless. She's going. There's nothing that's going to stop her. She's like, I'm fucking going, and you will not fucking stop me. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. She's holding onto the chair. The chair's vibrating faster and faster and faster she can't like really she can barely even talk but she's like i'm okay i'm okay it's okay i'm good to go i'm good to go let it, let's go i'm good to go can you hear me i don't know if you can hear me but i'm good to go and on mission control they're like oh my god we really can't hear anymore what's going on and the atmosphere and the things the side the readings outside of the sphere are off the chart inside it's fine oh okay well hmm, we don't know what to do maybe we should abort you know and they come in and 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 a key character who is also blind and is has kind of heightened hearing as a result is listening in to her and mission control and he hears her and he's like no she's okay she says she's good to go and they decide to trust her and they hit the button to let her go and then she goes on her journey and as she's going on her journey um She's witnessing amazing, fantastical things on the journey, but the vibrations are intense. It's like violent and it's shaking her and it's crazy and it's like, ah, you know, and she can barely hold on, but she's so intent and she's recording everything and she's talking into her little recorder and trying to take the audio notes of everything. She's like, oh my God, and I see this and I see that and I see these other things and all these cool things are happening and, you oh, know, I'm going into another section and it's really, you know, it's very violent now and the shaking is really intense and la, 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 la. And then a little um, item that is attached to her body kind of floats away from her body. It like disconnects. It's a little necklace and there's a whole backstory of where this came from, but that's really beautiful. But anyway, in this moment, it floats away and notice the word float. It floats away from her. And and by the way, she's not wearing like a typical astronaut gear where she's like it's breathing for her or anything like there's atmosphere inside the sphere. So she's fine. She can breathe in there. She's just wearing like a little, you know, a little jumpsuit and, you know, a little recording gear on her head around her around her ear and that she's speaking into a little mic. And and so this little necklace floats away from her, breaks free and floats away from her. And she instinctively goes to grab it. And realizes it's floating like zero gravity and it's completely like smooth and happy. It's not at all, you know, being dealing with the vibrations and the, and the kind of the violent shaking. And she, you can see kind of in her face, and this is Jodie Foster, so incredible. Her acting is amazing. And you can just sort of see the awareness come into her mind of like, oh, this actually, like, we can be out of the chair, probably. It, this is interesting. She unhooks herself from the chair, and as soon as she does, she's just, like, floating in space, free-floating, zero gravity. And she's just kind of there, and she captures her necklace, and she's just kind of like, whoa, this is better. Wow. Cool. Amazing. She's just kind of sitting there, like, registering how calm and 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 peaceful this experience is of just floating here and being able to look out and see all the things on the journey so easy and in the zero gravity, she could just sort of spin around easily in circles to see all of the things because the sphere lets her see 360. She can see out in in any direction. And she looks back to the chair and the chair is really violently shaking now. And now the chair is shaking so violently that all of a sudden it breaks free from where it was attached to the top of the sphere, top by definition of where she was when she got into it in the first place. And it breaks free, very violent. And then it suddenly gets smashed up and like crumpled up into like a tiny little crumple of metal, like up in the top of the sphere, like crunch and this is like literally, you know, a second or two after she's gotten out of it. So she would have died if she had been in the chair and the chair had gone through that, you know, was going to go through that experience with the physical uh, crumpling of it. So and then she's just sort of there like, whoa. Right. And then the kind of the journey continues. So. Now we come to the point, <laughs> the point, the point is the the phase that we're in. And the phase that you may be in personally in your own evolutionary journey is one of great shaking. You are experiencing the great shaking within you and the great shaking in the earth in many ways and we've spoken many times about the ways in which as the higher frequencies of come in, as you allow uh, and support yourself to kind of rise up in your frequency and your resonance, as that frequency is higher and higher, it means that the matter that is part of you, part of your human container, that those particles, that, that the material items are moving at a faster speed, they are vibrating at a faster speed, they are rotating, oscillating, whatever, right? They're like, and they have like great shit, like, we up high, wee really high, really fast, right? And there's kind of a really intense sort of shaking thing going on as we're bringing in those new energies. Now, that's been the case this whole journey. And, um, you know, and we've had kind of some recent escalations in that, and we'll see more uh, escalations in that. And so, so much of what we're doing now is really about how do I tolerate all this shaking? Holy mackerel this is crazy making and it's just like ah it's totally shaking it's super violent but I want to go I'm good to go I'm good to go like we're Jodie Foster in the sphere in the traveling sphere where we're like oh my god this is so crazy and it's so violent and it's shaking me so much but nothing's going to stop me I'm going on this journey I don't even know where it's going to take me I don't care I'm going and (laughs) And I just want to pause to say how in love with your courage and your bravery I am. Because we are doing something extraordinary and deeply courageous.
1: And we don't care about the fear. We keep going, no matter what. Which is glorious. I just wanted to take that pause and mark that. So, the reality is... Much of the shaking is of our own making. We made the chair and sat in it when we didn't need it. And
0: now we have to learn how to just step out of that chair and let
1: ourselves float in the zero gravity for the rest of the ride. You've done so much work. Dropping density, shedding trauma, Dealing with the old shit, and you
0: 're really reaching towards the new stuff you 're really that 's what you really want, and this kind of old vibrational shaking pattern holds <clears throat> holds you back and it, and it and it causes you to be afraid or to doubt yourself what if we were wrong? What if this was crazy in the in the movie in contact jody isn 't the first one to go in one of these machines in fact, they did it before with someone else, and he died. Um, because of sabotage, not because of the machine, but like there's a very visceral sense of she could die at any moment, right? And we feel that existential terror in this journey that we're in, in some parts of ourselves. And how to deal with it, how to deal with it, how to let go of it, how to understand or trust That the chair that we built that maybe has kept us safe, we thought, actually is wrecking
1: the ride. It's wrecking your ride. And the chair is made up of all the
0: times
1: and ways in which you thought, this is what I need to do to be safe. As if you were the one who had to control that. As if you knew better than your cosmic self who designed the perfect traveling sphere for you.
0: As if your mind and your intellect and your capacity to analyze the situation and come up with a logical decision was the only and the primary
1: way in which you can know things. So you've built that chair. (laughs) You built that chair.
0: And frankly... You thought you were building that chair from, oh, this is logical, this makes sense, I'm just doing what's wise and prudent, but you built that chair from fear.
1: You built that chair from fear that if you didn't build the chair, you wouldn't be okay. And now the chair either will crush you or you will let yourself out of it. Excuse me. I want to say that again, either the chair will crush you or you will let yourself out of it. You will unclip the harness and float out of that chair.
0: And it is simply a choice, simply a decision. And it's a decision not to be made from a place of intellectual understanding not to be made from a place in which the brain is satisfied because it has analyzed all the variables, not from a place of I have my mind gets it,
1: of logic, of reason. It is a decision to be made from faith, from trust. It is a decision to be made as a leap, Entirely disconnected perhaps for some of you from any
0: previous experience from any previous evidence that you have that this will yield anything useful to you at all other than possibly death <laughs> and and I mean this mostly existentially, if you will internally philosophically then literally physically, but
1: there may be things going on, going on in your life where in fact it could mean physical death. Trust, faith in whatever it is that is how you want to
0: connect or feel connected to your cosmic self, your higher self, to spirit, to the great spirit, to God, to divinity, to goddess,
1: to universe, to source, to love. The mental model for that doesn't matter. You have some connection to that. You've had it. You wouldn't be still listening to this if you didn't. Trust it. Trust that your cosmic self has you.
0: Trust that your cosmic self gave you, in your heart, in your intuition, the right specs for building this sphere in which you
1: are traveling. And that you don't need the chair that your human built to keep you safe. You don't need it anymore. You never needed it. Step out of that chair, it's just a choice. So I hear some of you saying, but Melanie, I can't make the choice. I keep saying I'm going to make the choice or I keep declaring that I'm making the choice,
0: but it doesn't work. I'm not making the choice. I'm still fearful. I'm still worried. I'm still anxious. I'm still holding on to... Holding on to ideas that maybe all of this is crazy, that maybe I'm just nuts, that maybe I'll never be able to kind of break through and have the level of connection that I want, that, you know, I can't access that, that I don't have that intuitive capacity, that I don't have that blah, 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 blah. I want you to feel into your own feelings and your energy right now, if you're feeling that, or if you know people who do, and you're trying to help them. And I want you to imagine... Like you're driving a car and you're holding the wheel, the steering wheel, and you're in like really bad weather and you're on the highway and there's like the big giant trucks are going around you and they're splatting up water and it's hard to see and it's just it's kind of scary and your nervous system's pretty thrashed and you're like ah you know, you don't like it I hate driving in that kind of weather. And while you're doing that, when you're driving that kind of condition where you often will find when you kind of can calm down a little bit, like either you're done, you get off the highway, whatever, the weather clears, that you've been gripping that steering wheel with your hands, like gripping it in a death grip, that your hands hurt from how grippy. Like that grippy, tight death grip that you're holding the steering wheel, as if that's going to make any difference in your capacity to be responsive if something happens. It has nothing to do with your capacity to be able to be skillful and responsive to the degree that that's going to be possible if big puddle splashes up, or you're hydroplaning, or a truck crashes into you, or whatever. Right? And but you're gripping on for dear life. Feel in your body that energy up, that gripping. You maybe even like feel it in your hands. If you're dealing with this at all, like clench your hands, hold that death grip. No, yes, I am holding on with that death grip. Yes, I am. And I don't like it. Feel how that death grip like goes up your arm, feel it activating the muscles in your arm and in your biceps and up into your shoulders and into your back and how your shoulders are like up higher around your ears and you're vibrating and you're shaking and you're in the, ah, and now let it go. Open your hands. Physically open them now. Feel the relief in your muscles. Feel the visceral feeling of letting it go. Shake it out. Whew.
1: Yeah. That's what letting it go feels like. Just let it go. Just let it go. The trust that you can let go of that death grip that you can let go of the chair. That's a decision that happens in a moment.
0: And it's a decision you may have to make over and over again in the coming moments. Every moment is new. And it's absolutely normal and typical and perfectly fine if, oh yeah, I did trust, I did let go, I did float for a moment. And then, oops, all my old habits Uh, All my old expectations came back into play and I forgot what that felt like. Okay, well, let me just do it again. Let me 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 go do the things that light me up. Let me go out and be in nature. Let me paint. Let me sing. Let me play. Let me let the dishes fucking pile up. Who cares? I'm not going to vacuum today. I don't care.
1: The laundry isn't folded. So what? None of that matters. It'll get done. Whatever. Take the time
0: to unbuckle yourself from the chair of your fear and float in your perfect sphere of your container,
1: your perfect sphere that is like your little energy starship that is letting you zoom all around all of creation. Hmm. I want to say another little bit about the vibrations and the shaking, the time of great shaking that we are in. The great shaking serves to throw
0: off of us through a kind of physics almost, right? To throw off of us that which is weighing us down, that which is
1: holding us back, that which is keeping us tied into fear, into density. And you have to just give yourself over to that process. You can't actually stop it. You can resist it and resist it kind of at your own
0: peril because, you know, the chair will collapse on you. Right. And we don't want to live
1: that life. That's not a life that's interesting to us. just have to trust, trust your own process. Remember that in an earthquake, which is a serious, right,
0: shake, rattle and roll, massive, violent, vibrating movement occurring, that that the ground briefly actually liquefies before it reforms. I mean, that's badass, right? Like, (laughs) you go earth, that's incredible.
1: Ground liquefies, I mean criminy, so cool, and that's you know you're kind of going through that process,
0: right you know I've done the we've talked about the dragonfly metamorphosis before, and you might want to go back and listen to that one again because that violent kind of vibrating feeling it it's similar to that kind of cracking off of that old carapace on the body of the dragonfly as it kind of emerges. Um, and what I want you to hear about this is that it's not a one and done thing. Along the way, you'll have many, you may already have had many experiences that are like this a little bit further, lower down, if you will, on that spiraling up that we move through in our life journey, right? That you have had this experience before, but at a kind of at a lower level, it's here at a higher level. In some ways, the higher level is simply kind of you've evolved past certain experiences, uh, certain old traumas, etc. You're ready to engage at a new level, but also it's literally at a higher level because you're at a higher frequency. There's a higher rate of movement occurring in your energies. And that is going to continue to happen. And so it's not so much about oh, I have to sort of, there's this like make or break moment of like, I make the decision to leave the chair of my own making and I float and then I'm done. It's sort of like, there's going to always be it, not always, but for a period of time, there's going to be new versions of the chair that you put yourself in without realizing it. Right. You'll just be kind of like, oh, I'm free. I'm floating around. It's so good. And then one day you'll be like, hmm, What's going on? I'm feeling that like shaking, kind of vibrating thing. It's not as bad as before, but boy, it's what is this? You know, oh, oh, I wasn't paying attention and my human built another chair. And this one's kind of a little bit lighter. It's a little bit thinner. It's a little bit less intrusive, but oh, it's still here. Well, fuck that. I know I don't want these chairs. So like unbuckle out of the chair, do it again. Right. And you'll get better and better at doing it again. Do it again. Right. Where it'll almost be fun. You know, I've had I've gone through phases where that's become fun. Where you're like, oh, yay, I found another layer of chair to let go of, right? In many ways, that's part of the sort of the hallmark of the human experience is like, you know, oh, letting go of more layers of that, right? And just kind of freer and freer, higher and higher, lighter and lighter as you go.
1: Um, But, yeah, but that's really, that's just sort of everybody's journey. The... the energies that are coming and that are here are, they are going to get higher and higher and that is going to create a lot of turmoil
0: in within you and without, right? As within, so so without,
1: as without, so within, right? So we do have ways to Kind of disconnect, if you will, from the collective,
0: wherein the collective is still very attached to its fear chair, um, and we are still very affected by that in many ways. Right? We may be there's just whatever your life circumstances are. For this phase that we're going into now, what I really recommend is that you approach your life design as much as possible around all right how do i ensure that this sphere of me that this that that, that
1: i am sort of that i'm mm, insulated is the word i want okay. insulated so that instead of oh my god all i hear all day long is all that traffic out on the street If I'm really well insulated, I don't really hear any of that. It doesn't matter. And I could be anywhere because I don't hear that. And so it's not necessary to, you know, chuck everything and go move
0: to an ashram in India or cloister yourself like a nun or join, you know, a monastery and become a monk. But it may
1: be extraordinarily useful to live your life that way. I my life design has evolved into I am very I am cloistered I feel very much like I am in
0: a devotional cloistered space and I love it and I worked very hard internally and externally. To get to that place. And you can do that too. It's not like I work so hard and you can't. My point is that it wasn't just gifted to me. By virtue of something related to. Either my energetic connectedness. Or my biologically being born in a certain way. Any of that. Like I had to work for it. You're
1: working for it right now. But the working for it isn't the old ways, the common ways, the
0: mainstream ways of working for it, right? It's going in. You got to go in, 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 in. The only way out is in, <laughs> right? The obstacle is the path, etc. All those things, they're all true.
1: They're all useful up to a point. So allow yourself to
0: to have the journey and to know that there will be phases that are bumpy and that these are serving you to let you know the bumpiness is is giving you the clue. Guess what? That fear chair has reformed around you in a new version. Oh, thank you for letting me know by shaking the ever-loving shit out of me. Excellent communication. As your communication with your cosmic self increases, there won't need to be as much violence in the shaking of you to get your attention, to pay attention. So if you want a faster way, if you're like, I must have something for my brain to work on, then pay attention to, oh, good, great news. I got a little intel from my higher self, from my cosmic
1: self. Now I'm going to go shake that off. Now I'm going to go let that off. I'm going to just let it go. Right? Keep a list handy. If you're in a rough spot,
0: keep a list handy all the time of what makes you feel better, what makes you laugh. What makes you smile? What makes you remember what it feels like to be a child, even if your childhood sucked ass and you didn't ever feel like a child, but you're reclaiming the child within. You're reclaiming your own innocence and purity. That's part of the journey. And that experience of being childlike is where we are going. And I don't mean childlike in a lack of wisdom. I mean childlike in a lack of uh, being kind of messed about as a result of experience. There's an innocence that we can reclaim after experience that create, that's a kind of wisdom that isn't available at the beginning of the
1: journey, is only available at the end. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay? Just feeling into... Yes, okay. So I'm feeling that this is good that you have what you need for now from this do you feel more centered, that you feel more grounded, you feel more connected to yourself a little more trusting of yourself yeah go check out that clip. It's so great,
0: and if you're feeling a little funky, just like watch the movie. It's just so great. it's such a great movie so uplifting yeah and if that's not your style go watch um moana (laughs) it's a little animated disney movie so good so perfect
1: it's really wonderful new earth energies in that movie all right i love you i love you keep traveling keep journeying keep Being delighted by the wonder of everything that you're seeing from your sphere.